You're listening to Tarazi Tuesdays with the Bible as Literature. Hi, this is Father Mark Bulos, and you are listening to Tarazi Tuesdays with the Bible as Literature podcast. This week, Father Paul relies on grammatical functionality to explain how the shepherd leads his flock in Scripture with the biblical debar. I am delighted to introduce Father Paul on the Bible as Literature podcast, Tarazi Tuesdays. And the three days journey, you heard me several times speaking about the function of number three. Not once and twice, but three times I told you. You remember the three on the count of three. Okay, on your marks, get set, go. It's classical. So don't make something mystical out of it. And that's how I would like you to view the resurrection on the third day. And people debate, was it on the third day or after three days and three nights? It doesn't matter, it's the same expression. And sacrifice to the Lord our God. And please remember right from the beginning, this visitation of God. It's like you are at the border, at the edge between the curse and the blessing as once more we shall see in Leviticus and Deuteronomy, lest he fall upon us with pestilence or with the sword. And the pestilence, guess what? In Hebrew, it is Deber. Now Richard Benton is yearning to ask me, how come, Father Paul? I'm going to tell you. Because the root dabar in Hebrew always means handling and thus it is an action. The shepherd leads his flock dabar. And those who know Arabic should not argue against me because the word that is in English called providence or the plan of God, economia in Greek, it is translated in the majestic Arabic tedbir. It is the hifail from the bar. And ask anyone on the streets who doesn't know the Bible or theology, what is that beer? That person will tell me it means management. Okay, do you want me to repeat that? I'm not going to repeat it, but please rehear it yourself and stop telling me about the eternal logos, as the Orthodox love to repeat and repeat and repeat without understanding what they are saying. Actually, they know, but they are quoting Plato. Their reference is Plato, not scripture. 
And thus, the Dabar is the Dabar of management. Okay? Now, I hope that uh, the ridiculous Orthodox CEOs will not mismanage my teaching. Oh, and that's what we do as CEOs. We manage with the word of the gospel. You manage. You're sitting with your iPhone in your office. You're not a shepherd. Only the shepherd links in his management the sound because that's the main thing in a word. It's his sound. That's why in the Bible you hear so often about the voice of God call and not always the bar. And this applies only to the shepherd because the other expression of his dabar is the rod with which he jabs or slams or kicks. Once more, friends, I cannot accept to... I cannot beg you to submit because it's silly. I mean, Paul never begged anyone to submit. He ordered them to submit, but I can play on words and say, I'm begging you to submit to what I'm saying. Do you like that better? Yeah, but ultimately he's saying the same thing. Thank you very much, I rest my case. But here the original, the pestilence sent by God, as we shall see about the plagues. Okay. It uses another word, but it uses also the word deber, as we shall see. That, friends, exists only in the consonantal text of the Hebrew. And I'm asking you to make this effort and not give me your thoughts about the text of the KJV that we read this morning. That's not scripture. I mean, the Anglicans are as bad as the Lutherans. At least the Lutherans call their church Lutheran. But the Anglicans call the word of God by King James. Can you imagine that? Hear yourselves, O NATO people. That's blasphemy. Okay, let's move. The king of Egypt said, you're taking them from their work. And notice that in Hebrew, the work is either from the verb asa or from the verb abad. And thus, slavery and work are very often the same word in Hebrew. In the Hebrew here, we have the other word, their doings. It is usually in the plural, ma'asim, from asa. But since very often we have the verb abad, it prepares for the abuda, which is the translated sometimes as slavery. But again, you have to hear it in the 
Hebrew because that's our reference. Okay, they have to go back to what they are supposed to do. And Pharaoh said, Behold, the people of the land are now many, and you make them rest from their burdens. The same day he commanded the taskmasters to be tougher and tougher. And then in verse 9, Let heavier work be laid upon the men, that they may labor at it and pay no regard to lying words. Okay, it is the opposite. He perceives the will of God from his perspective. Okay, and then they should not look away to words of emptiness, deception, falsehood. It's a classic word, sheker in Hebrew, that is used very often, especially in Psalms and in the prophets. Okay. In Hebrew, there is no half-truth and half-lie and so on. It's the opposite. Lie and truth in the Bible function as wisdom and folly in the wisdom literature. You don't have half-wisdom, 60% of wisdom and so on. That's the way we approach things quantitatively. That's why this grading is detrimental because it starts helping you to understand scripture incrementally. Like this one really got an A plus in Old Testament 101. The other one got only C plus. So the one who got A plus understands better scripture than the C plus. Are you out of your mind? In the class of Tarazi, this does not apply. It's either P or F. Either you know what the text is saying, or you don't know, but our hand is forced to have to submit to that. And the people were scattered abroad in verse 12, which is a verb I commented on when I discussed Genesis chapter 10 and 11, which is the negative aspect of spreading. You know, the positive one is parad, farad, means you go your way, I go my way. You divide, you separate. But foods has the connotation of scattering forcefully. That's the verb that is used. The people were scattered. And notice how <laughs> the English is so silly. Listen to that. And the people were scattered abroad throughout all the land of Egypt. But English is the master language of our universe, and thus it is accepted any which way you say it. But it's a silly translation. How can you be scattered abroad throughout all the land of Egypt? But perhaps the author tried to render this foods. But again, it's so silly. Verse 13 allows me with a comment on how Dabar function. Let's listen to the English. Complete your work, your daily task. But the Hebrew has Dabar yom buyomu. 
the matter of the day in its own day. So suddenly here the dabar is translated as task. But if you keep hearing the original, slowly on you realize what I said regarding the meaning of this root in the Semitic languages. It is a functional doing, if you like. Okay? Now, I know the Orthodox CEO listening to my podcast are going to use it in their presentations. And see? See how management can be divine? We're working for our salary of three million a year. Don't tell me that you're not working. We are doing the Dabar of God. And you're going to hear that. But make sure to remember that I'm not responsible for that. Some of my students may be responsible, but I am not. It's the matter of the Must High. That is why the Dabar, ultimately, its reference is God himself, which means you have to do the work assigned to you by God, which means where God is, there are no CEOs. Repeat after me. Where God is, there are no CEOs, including Jesus Christ. When his father is present, he's no more in control and read Philippians chapter 2. Will any of your CEOs say, well, Jesus was the slave of God? No way, servant. But in Philippians chapter 2, he is. And that's the name of the game. Now, the old man, as I refer to the father or the only God for me, you know, no way is he the slave of anyone. Notice the silliness of the Trinity. The three consult with one another. Are you kidding me? The old man is going to consult with his son and the spirit. Are you out of your mind? He gives orders to them. Even the fathers understood that the Son and the Spirit are the two hands of God. And that is very difficult for us to accept because we are interested to make Jesus as fully God because we can be like Jesus because he was the child of God and we are called to be the children of God and thus, in this sense, theosis works. But it will never work as a theosis that makes you equal with the old man, with all due respect to my colleagues, the Orthodox. The Bible as Literature is a production of the Ephesus School Network.